the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rescuers Radio Show. Uh, you can be, you can hear the show every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. at Faith Talk 1360 or faithtalk1360.com. And once it airs on Thursday, it becomes a podcast on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, iPodcast, wherever. Just uh, just Google Rescuer Radio Show, and you'll find it anywhere. You can you can hear all uh, almost sixty shows we have in the stream now, um, as we're we're now in our second year of broadcasting the show. So uh, I have a great guest here today, and I've known her for quite a while, and. Um, and her name is Kathleen Wynn. Kathleen, hello. Hello, Art. How are you? I think I've tracked you through two attorney general's offices and whatever else there has been down the road. It uh, seems like you, you're involved in a lot of areas in the community and have been for a lot of years. But you have a special project right now. But before we get into that, I want our audience to know who Kathleen is. Give us a little backstory, how you got here. Well, I, um, I've been in Arizona since I was 17. I came out to Arizona to attend college. I'm a proud University of Arizona Wildcat and uh, started in, in this business, actually, in radio and television. That's what my degree was in. And uh, from that, I went into business and real estate and, and lending, but started to have a heart for the community and uh, founded a homeless shelter in Tucson that's now about 36 years old. Oh, wow. And nice. uh, vulnerable women and children. So I didn't know I was creating a theme for my <laughs> life, but, but I apparently was. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, worked for the Arizona Attorney General's Office, and it was there that I, uh, my job was community outreach and education director, and I was supposed to inform the public on how they could become victims of crime. And that led me to my anti-sex trafficking efforts, which I do now, working with law enforcement, working with legislators, uh, community leaders, and uh, survivors. So it's a comprehensive solution to a very big problem and just bringing resources uh, to our state uh, and to help those that are victims or that are unaware that this is happening and to try to heal where we can and go where we can to make uh, life better for everybody that lives here. Well, as we know, every cause needs a champion, and uh, and here you are, and you're 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 uh, this this is a nobody seems to have the real answer to this, but because it's so widespread, unfortunately. But uh, we're going to dive into Project Twenty Five, 
ending sexual exploitation by 2025. That's a very aggressive plan. But well, I started it five years ago in 2015 and actually started on this effort probably 2010. Okay, good. So you, you it wasn't. Didn't a, it didn't it seem yesterday. aggressive. It didn't seem aggressive at the time. It seemed like it was a long time. <laughs> now that there's only five years left, now we've got we we've made a lot of success. Well, let's there. talk about that. How much progress has been made? Well, I'm really excited about. Uh, I think number one, when I started on this in 2010, people thought this was foreign born children, or they thought that this was other places. It wasn't happening here. We didn't have any evidence of it. We didn't talk about it. Um, and now, if you look at just the general awareness, I think pretty much everyone has heard of human trafficking, heard of sex trafficking. That wasn't even the case uh, 10 years ago, mm. 11 years ago. So just awareness alone. Um, and you can't solve something if you're not aware of it. And yeah. and the nature of it has changed, obviously, online. Uh, we don't see people walking in the streets uh, like we used to. Uh, most of business, it's a business, and most of the business of prostitution, of sex trafficking, of sexual exploitation is conducted online. Mm. Um, and that's where the vulnerabilities for our children come into play. So it's the dynamic of the crime um, has changed because of who's vulnerable, who can be affected by it, and how it's occurring, and the the sheer profitability of it. Um, I... I you know, Pornhub is like Netflix only for for that content, mm. and uh, they make more money, billions and billions of dollars, more money than Amazon, Netflix, Google, and all our professional sports teams put together. And so, wow, uh, they've over I've never even heard of that. Well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> glad to hear that. Well, you don't know? No, I'm not surprised because there's a network for any anything out there, right? But uh, holy cow, uh, and that's a shame that it's it's. So, quote unquote, popular, you know. Well, it's popular, but it's also it. it it's kind of in the background, but it, mm. but children yeah. have access. They don't. You have to opt out of something like that. It's mm -hmm. automatically on the phones. So it's part of the erosion, if you will, of the family values of the culture of our children because they have automatic access to this. And so now we have a lot of young people that think that's the normal way of relationships, That's that you should sell your body online. We have young girls in high school uh, selling images. They're making $10,000 a month by selling images of oh themselves. Oh, my gosh. Right. So this is the things that I go around. It takes around. selfies to a whole other, another it, place. It, it does take <laughs> selfies to a whole other place. And, and parents aren't aware. Oh and so we are out informing, not uh, just because when you do that and you uh, – expose yourself that way, you're opening the door up to people that you wouldn't normally have in your home, uh, wouldn't allow your children to be with, wouldn't wouldn't ask them to strive to be excellent in that. Yeah. That's not their best uh, God-given gifts, if you mm -hmm. will. And so we're, we're trying to keep our children safe and keep people aware in a culture that is trying to normalize things that aren't really safe or normal. Well, they're probably oblivious, and, and then maybe they feel safe because it's their cell phone, it's their picture, and they have no idea. They they don't think about where that's going or where it's traveling all over the world, right? Correct. Anybody can get into a cell phone, I guess. You know, we hear talk about hacking all the time, but in that area, it's probably a pretty high rate, I would think. So, um, so Kathleen, uh, I think we – We've we've met all over the place in politics and and moving around the community because we've both been involved in so much over the years. But 
one of the projects that I know you were un- involved in, maybe for the, from the beginning, was Streetlight. Yes. Right? I wasn't involved from the beginning, but I'm a huge advocate of the work they do. Again, yeah. underage yeah. girls that were trafficked and, um, and restoring. And, and what people need to understand, if, if, if trafficking isn't one time you were sexually assaulted, it is the systematic rape-for-profit business of a child who is sold repeatedly over and over again for profits. It's somebody's business. This person is a product. They dehumanize these, these girls. And then those girls come out of that, and, and it's a healing process that's, that's honestly our lifelong. Mm-hmm. You will never get over that. You may get better. But, but it's, it's a trauma that is horrific. And then these girls are left with however long they were in, if they were in a month or they were in five years, it, all of that uh, changes the direction of, of that young person's life. And Streetlight does heroes work. Mm. Uh, they are a wonderful organization. They're part of the Dream City uh, yeah. family, if you will. Yes. And uh, and I just, in, in watching these girls uh, reclaim their lives, it is, um, it's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. And it's uh, it's needed, and my goal is that we don't have any more victims. That that's why the work I do is is targeted, actually more towards law enforcement. But but people always their heart goes to the survivors because that's the face of the the crime. Yeah, you know, just mentioning Dream Center, uh, they've done tremendous work, and at at both locations here in the valley. And of course, they started in L.A. and and they've been on this issue for a lo- really long time. But um, so let's talk about the part that you're you're most interested in and 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 uh, championing right now. Project Twenty Five. See a sign somewhere that says Valley Against Sex Trafficking Task Force. Yes. So Valley Against Sex Trafficking. Um, There's that. actually a sign, folks, sitting right in yeah, front of I, me. Yeah, I did that so on the window. So Art wouldn't, <laughs> Art wouldn't forget. Yeah. But Vast uh, Valley Against Sex Trafficking is sponsored by the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. But we 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 go valley wide uh, across the county. We actually do work across the country, but primarily this is a co- uh, collaborative group: law enforcement, legislators, uh, business leaders, churches and then survivors, advocates, and advocates for all of those. And we work together to come up with collaborative solutions uh, to solve this problem. You know, police are under attack right now, and getting them resources and and bringing them technology so they have an advantage. The bad guys have a lot of resources. They have a lot of money. This is profitable. It's the fastest-growing criminal enterprise in our country. So we want to be able to help our police. Uh, we changed laws this year in the legislature. Uh, Representative Leo uh, Biasushi uh, sponsored a law where if you're caught making child porn or you are caught uh, sexually exploiting a child, you go to jail for life. And people say, whoa, that's harsh. But the damage done again to that mm-hmm. victim, that you've just given that victim a lifelong sentence. Yeah. So shouldn't the person that caused that also be punished to the extent to the damage you've done, in yeah. um, that that was that was pretty uh, exceptional that that got wow. done, and we, we we are trying to say 
there's a boundary here that children are not playthings, that children don't have the mental capacity, their brains aren't fully formed till they're 25, yet we're asking them to consent to things. They can't get their ears pierced or get a tattoo, but now we're saying you can sell your body, you mm-hmm. can promote yourself this way, um, and if you don't have a choice about it and someone for, through force, fraud, or coercion, that's the legal definition, does this to you, you need to be protected, and we need to to start to to change uh, the dynamic of of that that crime is just not acceptable in this day and age. Everyone that I've talked to in law enforcement, we've done shows on the, on the rescuers. We've we've had um, we've had lots of people from law enforcement and and uh, other areas where they're they're well up to date on what's happening. And all eyes right now are on the border because it's it's here we are again. I'm, I'm, it's not like we haven't been here before, but this time it's exploded exp, 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 exponentially. <laughs> exponentially, thank you. And see, that's what happens to left-handers once in a while. We get trapped in our right brain and we can't think correctly. So <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> <laughs> but the theme that there's a common theme, regardless of who you talk to. And you know this, and the common theme is addiction rate is spiking uh, through COVID or it was before, but certainly through COVID. Uh, addiction rates, domestic violence, um, and trafficking, they, they're all part of that boiling pot. It's, it, that's such a great point. So this crime is not a standalone crime. We have people that are uh, bringing low-cost drugs, fentanyl, Right now is is very inexpensive. Um, we we have the, you know meth, cocaine, all of it. But but right now, people fentanyl is highly addictive. So you have a drug problem. What happens with the Arizona has a big drug problem. So what happens with that is people that are addicted to drugs will then do things that they wouldn't normally do, whether it be burglaries or they'll sell their children for sex to get money. Those children get taken away. They get put in the foster care system. And it's not a standalone crime. Trafficking doesn't happen um, just in its own little silo. It's part of a, a bigger systemic failure of a lot of different systems. The criminal enterprises that are funding this, though, they're not just people coming. They're coming through the border, but they're coming from all parts of the world, through Central America, through Mexico, and they're being funded by other countries. So so they're highly organized. It's not just the mom-and-pop massage parlor down at your local corner, right. they are now part of a nationwide network. There's, they, I don't know that they're franchised, but, but we don't want to take just down one. We want to take down the entire criminal enterprise. So we're working uh, with law enforcement and our uh, Homeland Security, our FBI, our local police to be more strategic mm-hmm. and more effective with the time and energy and resources that they spend so that we can eliminate an entire network. Um, and by doing that, we can remove the product, if you will, remove the place where this is occurring. Uh, in Mesa, we have over 220 massage parlors, which was a direct result of Phoenix and Scottsdale changing their ordinances first. They don't have as many. So many of our massage parlors in Mesa are what we would call illicit massage parlors, where they're not performing massages. They're doing other things. Oh boy. And and so that they could stay in business and do that, they're they're part of a criminal fabric that's in the in the background. And so we as citizens 
need to be aware of that. We need to make sure that we change laws, that if we shut one of those down, that we don't reopen it two doors down, that we start to eradicate that kind of behavior from our communities. And it takes a village. It takes an army. Um, I believe that God's calling forth an army to to protect our children. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just a reminder, um, or if you tuned in late, uh, my guest today is Kathleen Wynn, and we're talking about Project 25 and uh, the Valley uh, Against uh, Sex Trafficking Task Force. And, um, you know, there's so much happening at the border right now. I I mean, uh, the cartels are, are using children. Uh, they're they're giving them backpacks loaded with drugs, and and these stories aren't just made up, right? No, we have we uh, have an epidemic at the border right yeah. now. It it is um, it's unconscionable that um, that right now we that border was secure, that border was um, safe, uh, and not that people weren't trying to get into our country, but we've pretty much said, don't come here officially, but then with a wink and a nod. But if you do, we'll do this for you. We'll do this for you. We'll do this for you. So we are encouraging this. And as a result, um, our Border Patrol agents, our law enforcement are are way beyond capacity for what they can handle. And we are moving people through Arizona, uh, and we are not keeping track of them. So there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that have entered illegally. The sad, sad thing is these children, these children that are being abandoned, um, abandoned, raped, used, uh, mutilated. Mm -hmm. There are so many horror stories that I, I I just don't even have enough time, but, but to tell you that um, it's an all out war at our border. We are being infiltrated. We are, there's a war going on. They're not shooting guns, but there is, a, a fight for our freedom and for our values and for the things that really matter in our country. And we have to wake up and we have to regain control of our border. And if I understand one thing that you're saying is the, the money uh, is so great, they can't, they can't turn the faucet off, right? I mean... The profitability, yeah. you know, you sell a gun, it's gone. You sell drugs, they're gone. A human being is a commodity to these people, and yeah. they will sell a human being over and over again. Uh, then the people bringing people here will uh, extort money from the family, sending them. Then once they get here, they have to, sometimes they're put into labor. It's not all sex trafficking. They they have to work off their debt because they were brought here to, to freedom. They never get to work out their debt. Uh, they're always um, linked to the people, the criminal enterprise that brought them here. It, it is... Um, it is the purest form of evil, and and we are outmanned right now. And the problem is our own government, our own country, uh, is helping facilitate this. So uh, some of the massage parlors in, in Mesa, we work with the Arizona Attorney General's office, and they have an ability to track money laundering. Well, a lot of the money that's paying to these resources is going back to China. So through our own depravity, through uh-huh. our own perversion, yeah. we're helping fund yeah. because the money's going and they're using it again to, to bring... And aren't they a huge producer of fentanyl, right? Yes, of yeah. all drugs. Yeah. They controlled 80% of our, our pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. So what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <Yeah. laughs> so that's how big this problem is, what we've talked about. 
how do you dive into this pool and and try to try to define it in such a way that you can actually tackle it and feel like you're making some progress? Well, um, I count our successes. So uh, Arizona was home to uh, uh, entity called Backpage.com. And Backpage.com was sold off by the owners of New Times, mm-hmm. who lived here in Arizona. I remember that case, yeah. Yeah, and uh, April 6th was three years, uh, 2018, that the De- Department of Justice shut them down. They were 80% of the world's child sex trafficking. Um, through their ads. Through their ads, yeah. making 40 50 $60 million a year profit off wow. of selling and 90, in 96 different countries. Now, that's the good news. The bad news is that then when you take something like that down, then then other things pop up. Now, many of them outside of the country now still selling us online uh, children or child porn or, or other products. Jeffrey Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, um, Dr. Uh, Nasser, I believe his name was. Yes, Dr. Larry yes, Nasser, the, the, mm-hmm. the gymnastics guy. Yeah. You're going to hear another name. Um, uh, that's coming up that's going to be worse than, than Epstein, uh, who has Peter Nygaard, who has been uh, raping and exploiting women since 1972, and he has a clothing line. Uh, he's a Canadian citizen, but he has a plant in New York. And we recently had a case out of the Bahamas. Ten women came forward, and in the Bahamas, if you are raped or sexually uh, assaulted, it's on you. The police hold you accountable, your family accountable, that you allowed this, that you became a victim. Totally different culture. And these women still, knowing that, came forward against Peter Nygaard. Um, And there was pressure, and the police were knocking at their doors. And so the attorney representing them uh, called us and said, we need to have an award presented to them to protect them. And so uh, worked with our good friends at International Rotary and Rotary, and we got them an award. A meeting was convened, and we presented it to them for bravery and courage for giving voice. Uh, CNN was there, and it got national recognition, and they were protected. And that would be a great story, but, yeah. but since then, over a 1,000 women have come forward against this man and his executives um, because they've been doing this for such a long time. He's been arrested. He's supposed to be extradited back to New York. I ho- hope they put him in Jeffrey Epstein's cell. Um, and <laughs> uh, we need to continue to speak out against these kind of atrocities. Um, the people that are victimized go through an incredible trauma that... They, we don't want to re-victimize them. So one of my focuses has been to give resources to law enforcement so that they have data points. We can show the money going out. We can show the criminal enterprise coming in. We can do pattern of life analysis where that's what we take to court. Those are stronger cases, so we're not relying on these victims. Yeah. And what God willing, we'll stop creating victims because we'll make people aware this is not the best time or use of our time, use of our resources, is the pornification of our society. Yeah, well, it is. It is a good uh, a good time to turn to the Lord, and 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 we should be. Um, I mean, I mean, our God is a good God. He didn't create all of this, and and yet he, he's he's uh, tearfully watching this. That's my own belief, 
and and looking for champions like Kathleen or or other though you know that are that are ready to rise up and form these tax task force or or get the committees together or get the legislation together uh protect law enforcement first i think because uh uh i don't think there's enough people now that really understand the purpose of law enforcement <laughs> is to protect the community and that's that's um so there's a lot of things that need to come together in my mind, but you, you're really working hard at making this work, at bringing the right people together. I Definitely. And, and this is not my cause or issue alone. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, is a, this is a community-wide, statewide, nationwide uh, problem. It's also a problem, Art, that, that isn't political. It shouldn't be. The, the systematic uh, organized crime rape of children should never be allowed uh, in in our day and age. And, and the predators don't care how you vote. They don't care what party you're in. They want what they want, which is to, to profit uh, off the sale of human beings. And so there's no, uh, there's no politics in that. That's just pure evil. And we have to be aware of how it's happening and how easy it is for someone to be groomed. Uh, I just want to I want to mention the Super Bowl is coming back in 2023. It sounds like it's a a, and we all hear that we all hear that the Super Bowl is the number one trafficking thing. I'm here to I'm here here to dispel that myth. Okay, Uh, we have spring training here every year. Mm -hmm. Us in Florida. We have 16 teams show up. They're here more than for a week. They're here for an extended period of time. And spring trap or spring uh, training is actually the worst trafficking events that we have, and and people don't realize that. So it's those kinds of things we go out and make people aware of, um, and that's what we'll continue to do and help people see how they can protect their children from those that want to exploit them. Uh, we're in our last thirty seconds. Actually, is, is there is there a way they can contact you or the contact the task force or what? What can people do if they want to be involved? Yes, they can contact us at info at project25.org, or they can always uh, reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Kathleen Wynn, Project 25, Ending Sexual Exploitation by 2025. Excellent. Thank you. Kathleen, great to see you and have you here today. Kathleen is a true rescuer. Thank you for listening to the Rescuers broadcast uh, every Thursday at 530 or in uh, podcast all over the place. Just uh, Google uh, Rescuers Radio Show. Thank you. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.